Hey y'all, welcome back. I always say y'all and you guys always hear me explain it that I have literally no reason to say y'all, but um, did you know that with ADHD, sometimes you end up like mimicking the people in your environment? Because one of the times that I went to Wilmington, North Carolina for a One Tree Hill convention, by the end of the weekend, I had a slight Southern twang to my voice it was literally the slightest inflection like it was nothing that was crazy or anything like that but I always thought that I was just like a weirdo that just like wanted attention or something but really it was the fact that um, especially if you're used to masking which is basically when you mask your symptoms so you can appear normal to other people when you have ADHD um, I would mimic or mirror other people to appear neurotypical or to think like oh how they're acting is normal I should act like that right and that also looks like sometimes mimicking accents isn't that so interesting but that's how we're starting Jill's journal <laughs> entry number I think it's 12 I think so and I'm happy to be back with you guys I took a little bit of a break um just because Life has been so busy. You've heard me talk about it several times. All my all my friends getting married and the busyness of the summer and everything like that. So sometimes there's just not time for me to record an episode. And sometimes I just don't have anything to say. <laughs> you know what's so funny is I had um, I had somebody several times actually. I've been asked like Jill, you always show up. You always have content. And the truth is, is like, sometimes I don't. So I repurpose a lot or I'll just scroll through my little app on my phone, my notes app, and I'll be like, oh yeah, this is a good idea. And I'll just share it. Like, it's really not that complicated. Um, but sometimes in order for me to talk for a while, I do need to have like more than just a notes app worth of ideas you know what I mean and I'm actually recording this right before I jump on to a one-to-one -one session with a client because a question that I get in different flavors all of the time is around like the fear of showing up or just like showing up in general like you're procrastinating you're not doing it um and oh I also want to say because I obviously all of my actual podcast episodes are recorded um like they are pre-recorded that's what I was saying they were pre-recorded sorry a dog started barking and he distracted me um and I have a new offer that came to me in the dead of night it woke me up and then I asked for a sign which this is so basic but my sign is butterflies and it is the summer but like Literally the next day I had one zoom right in front of my face and I'm not saying that I'm around them a lot But like I'm not actively outside looking for them. You know what I mean? And they appeared several times and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it and this is my two session intensive so it's called the worthy sessions and they are so your first session it is a one-to-one -one offer and we do a two-hour mindset and neuro-linguistic 
programming deep dive where we deep dive into your biggest big your biggest limiting beliefs and the things that are really keeping you stuck and holding you back and even if you don't know what's holding you back like for example when somebody says I just can't get myself to show up I don't know if I'm procrastinating I have so many thoughts about it blah 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 we flush that all out get to the root release it using NLP techniques um, and we install the beliefs and we move forward with a plan for you to actually like become that person that we are actively working on, right? And from that two-hour session, we then um, have a one-hour breathwork and Reiki session where we integrate all the changes that we made on a somatic level. I do some really deep healing work on you using the Reiki and you will emerge from these just these two sessions a couple of hours with a complete transformation on your mindset so my clients have gotten really good results from just a couple of sessions because we change you on a subconscious level which produces immediate results they've got their services booked out they've healed trauma they've released um a belief that was really holding them back and all of a sudden they're showing up and they have so much to say and it's because who we believe that we are we're going to talk about this today who we believe that we are our beliefs filter into our thoughts and the things that we think and then that drives our behavior right so the worthy sessions are available you can go to the link in my show notes you can book them 888 angel numbers um so it is an offer that is under a thousand dollars so if you have been really wanting to work with me and you just can't seem to swing it uh right now for one-to-one coaching that is perfectly fine because you can get a really amazing transformation in the worthy session so i want you to go to the link in my show notes book your worthy session i'm only i'm only doing a limited amount per month so make sure that you jump on in there to be completely transformed in just a couple of sessions and um so i had a question that was a flavor of this the other day in the dms in terms of like oh my god like i, I i'm trying to show up and it just feels weird. It doesn't feel like it's working. I feel like I'm really like procrastinating on um, it as well. Like, what do you recommend? And first, I want to give you a little bit of like a business tip. Are you ready? So if you are somebody who has done intake forms or if you have an application for coaching or even if you've done market research, your content is just answering questions and usually answering impossible questions. So when somebody asks you, Jill, or or me, Jill, how do I get through the fear of not being good enough or not being enough? That's a heavy question, right? So it is my job to answer that question. And I don't have to answer it once and that be the only time I ever answer it. I can answer it a million times over, but I'm using their language and I am actively seeking solutions and looking inwards to myself to be like what would I say how would I lead them down a path to self-discovery and healing and working on themselves that would help answer this question for them right so when I'm hearing like oh my god I have so much fear around showing up I don't know um how to do it often it feels weird when I do it like I find that people who aren't in their power and who don't feel like an 
expert phrase. They freeze when people ask them questions like that because they don't want to get it wrong. They don't want to be wrong. They don't want to steer somebody down the wrong path. They don't want to say something and it sounds ridiculous. You know what I mean? And this can cause you to really question yourself and not have a ton of self-trust. If you don't already have a ton of self-trust, you won't see yourself as the expert. And you won't see yourself as somebody who is capable of solving your client's problems because you may be thinking if you struggle with imposter syndrome, you may be thinking that there is one unique answer for everything and you don't have it. But you didn't become an entrepreneur to just listen to what other people are saying. You didn't become an entrepreneur to just hear what everybody else was saying and just take that as truth and be like, well, I guess because this business coach is saying this and this business coach is saying that, that that's the truth. You became an entrepreneur to solve problems in your unique way. And that is why people pay you. They pay you for who you are. There are a million coaches in the industry that do NLP, that do breath work, right? But nobody is me. Nobody is your coach, Jill. Nobody is the imposter syndrome expert your coach Jill there are coaches who specialize in imposter syndrome but they're not your coach Jill they're not me and you need to feel that way about yourself too whether you are a virtual assistant or a coach or a website designer it doesn't matter what the fuck you do um yes your service solves a problem yes you you have to be able to do that you have to feel confident that you can do that but you also have to have a feeling of people want to work with me People want to work with me. I am somebody who is lovable and worthy and people see me and they like me. And not from I need them to like me. They, like your people like you. I'm not saying that everybody has to like you. I'm saying that a part of the process in purchasing somebody's services is the know, like, and trust, right? And, um when I say like people have to like you, I just mean your people. Like I mean the people who are more on your level, who, who you enjoy working with, who you want to work with, those soulmate clients, like those people are going to be your ride or dies, right? And people want to work with you because of who you are. And that's why the journey is always about loving yourself and accepting yourself and not trying to fix every part of you that you think isn't good enough. You already are good enough. And that's why I have this podcast is for you to constantly remind yourself and come back to the fact that I am already good enough. And if I believe that I already was, where would I stop trying so hard? Where would I stop trying to um, be something that I don't feel like I am? But now we're going to talk about identity a little bit because um, one of my responses on Instagram stories was in terms of, okay, you feel like there's a fear of showing up, you're not doing it, what's happening? And one of my answers here is that you are not seeing yourself in the identity of somebody who easily shows up and sells their services. And an example I have for you is me. Obviously, I love talking about myself. (laughs) Who doesn't, right? Um, But I am seen in my family as little Jilly. Little Jilly, um, people used to say that I wasn't smart because I was this little blonde girl and I was a little airheady because of the ADHD, the undiagnosed ADHD. And I 
was super anxious because I was internalizing all of my symptoms as a kid. I had a stutter, so have a stutter. And um, I was very embarrassed about that and learning that that meant that I wasn't good enough and all of these things. Um, But most of my family saw me as little Jilly and they kind of treat me like I'm this little girl that's incapable of of doing a lot of things and needs to be protected and taken care of and blah 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 and it really caused me to go on the other side of the spectrum and be like I'm fine I'm independent I can do everything on my own and really turned me into like a very like cold version of myself because I had to achieve 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 and show everybody that no like I can take care of myself I am I am not little Jilly right and even when I started a business people were calling it a little business you know what I mean which is not a unique experience a lot of people in the online industry talk about people saying like oh how's your little business you know like even when I tell people that I'm a life coach because I just say that because it's easier um but I'll say that and they'll be like oh and I feel this need to be like I make a lot of money but 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 I don't because like that would just be me trying to like rationalize it to myself because I'm thinking they think that's dumb, right? Um, So it took a long time for me to get over that in terms of me being like, I have to say I am a life coach and that is good enough. That has to be good enough. So it took me some time to learn how to just be good with saying that, right? And to not take any of their reactions personally because I knew that if I was taking it a certain way it's because of my own thoughts about it and that's the thing about our triggers right is like our triggers are always a mirror into what we are still upset by and bothered by doesn't matter what it is right because if we're thinking oh my god this person is judging me because of this it's because we have those thoughts too on some level so my family sees me right as this little jilly okay they see me as this right and in order for me to show up and be seen as an expert when i started my business there was a lot of disconnect there because i still saw myself as little jilly and i was putting myself out there and being online where a lot of my family was a lot of my high school friends were and what this caused was a lot of incongruency and cognitive dissonance within myself because I was trying to show up as one thing, but I felt like another. And this is where all the inner work is, okay? It's in that in-between place of who you believe yourself to be and the version of you that is doing all the things that you want to be doing. I wanted to be showing up in my power. I wanted to feel like my work was valuable and worthy of compensation I wanted to be seen as an expert but my current identity when I was starting out with my business was I don't know what I'm talking about I can't trust myself I'm young or I'm too young I don't know what I'm talking about right and that was not aligned with what I was trying to do. So the behavior was not automatic. We talked about on the podcast um, last week, actually, we talked about how um, there's those different stages of learning, right? The unconscious incompetence, the conscious incompetence, and then conscious competence, and, and, and then unconscious competence, right? So 
um, it was work for me to show up online. It was work for me to like start an Instagram story and start talking and act like I knew what I was saying. And this is why fake it till you make it fucking sucks because you know that you're faking it. You're not coming from an identity shift. You're not coming from belief. You're coming from, I know I'm not good enough, so I'm just going to pretend. And hopefully somebody doesn't fucking think I'm the out, right? And fake it till you make it sometimes works for people. But if you have a deep feeling of unworthiness, then you need to change on an identity and subconscious level. So for me, I really need to first, I needed to identify, okay, what is my highest self doing, right? What is she doing? She's showing up confidently online. She's sharing her gifts. Um, she's talking about her offer. Okay, that's what she's doing. What do I need to think in order for me to do those things and then because our thoughts are created from our beliefs what do I need to believe about myself right and I had to go back and see how I was currently being and how that was not aligned with my highest self and then the in-between part was where all the work was was looking at those beliefs and what I truly believed about myself like for example I did really believe that like I don't know what I'm doing I did truly believe that because I had a stutter I was unintelligent right like some of these beliefs are really deeply rooted and they can be very like they can feel very charged but that's why the work that I do is so exciting because with NLP we do something called timeline therapy and we go back in your timeline and we release experiences that were charged with such hardcore emotion. So your beliefs are easier to detach from. Because when you are really attached to a belief, it's because A, it's serving you in some way, even if it's not in a good way, it's still serving you. And B, you have an attached emotion to that experience. So... I had to look at all those beliefs that I had about myself and where they weren't aligning with my highest self, I had to really look at them, release them and do the work, right? And that's the work that we do in all my sessions with my clients. That's the work that we do is we look at your highest self identity. It's one of the first things we do. And we see all the things that she's doing and the things that she's accomplishing. And then we look at where are you not aligning to that right now? Because it always comes down to your thoughts and your thoughts come from your beliefs. And um, the reason why we shift on an identity and a subconscious level is because just like those four stages of learning, we want your confidence to be unconscious. We want your worthiness to be unconscious because when it's unconscious, it's automatic. When you change your beliefs, when you change on an identity level, your behavior is automatic, just like an unhelpful behavior. For example, I used to be, sometimes still can be, an emotional eater. And it was very unconscious, even though it was a physical act to go and get the food or to be like, I'm hungry when I was feeling sad, right? Um, it was an unconscious behavior. And that wasn't serving me, right? But it was because I believed at my core, like I'm an emotional eater. And I believed that like food is going to make me feel better, right? And 
from looking at like the identity of who I thought I was, even just me identifying as an emotional eater, right? It keeps me pigeonholed. Sorry, I'm going to choke there. That's a coffee. Um, it keeps me like pigeonholed into this identity of I am. I am an emotional eater, right? And from that perspective, it's unconscious. It's like, yep, I believe that I am. So of course I'm going to act like one or, or of course it's going to be hard, right? Um, and even that, I just shifted to sometimes... I like to indulge in food to feel better and I took away the shame of that and it is something that I'm still like actively working on um but it's definitely gotten better because I stopped identifying as somebody who who just who is just that right and that's the thing is like we get to decide who we are you get to decide who the fuck you are you don't have to be the person that your family thinks you are you don't have to believe that you are not an expert you can decide and I always say that you can decide that you're an expert right now and what if your only fucking job was believing that you were an expert and then undoing any of the stories that tell you that you aren't right like it almost sounds insane that we can actually do that but that's how I have a multiple six-figure business a full roster of clients and a life that I like just didn't think that I was capable of having when I started my business like yes I started my business but I didn't think that I would ever actually make money at it I didn't think that I would ever actually be super successful you know like I had the desire to be but my beliefs weren't aligned with that and it was through the work that sometimes felt very messy and weird and like I was doing it wrong and that I was fucking it up through all this work I started to create the results and then I was like oh fuck I, I am the kind of person who does this. I am this kind of person. I am a successful entrepreneur, right? And that had to come from me doing the work on who I believe that I was because it is such a subtle shift, but it is a noticeable shift when you shift subconsciously and all of a sudden you're showing up and you feel confident when you're speaking. All of a sudden you're showing up and you have something to say or you feel like it's good enough right? If you keep opening your app and then closing it or starting something and then shutting it down, if it takes you forever to do captions on social media, if you feel like you're constantly scrolling all day and not actually taking action, it's because you don't believe that you are good enough or that the work that you're doing is enough and you are coming from from an identity that is no longer serving you, from an identity that you see yourself in that is not aligned with your highest self and that is the work that you signed up for as an entrepreneur as an online entrepreneur the work that you signed up for is the work on yourself it is it is largely the work on yourself and it would be my honor to help you with that and I would love to work with you you can work with me in uh, one-to-one coaching for three months um, or you can work with me in my new offer the worthy sessions which again is a two-hour mindset and nlp session and then we have a one-hour breathwork and reiki session and these sessions will completely change your life oh you also get a personalized hypnosis recording so after we do all that work i personalize a hypnosis for you so you can truly further that 
programming that we had been doing in the worthy sessions and you get that at the end of our time together so 888 for the worthy sessions it is an offer that it's under a thousand dollars for one-to-one coaching it is four thousand for three months and there is a payment plan and there is also a payment plan with the worthy sessions you can do 888 paid in full or you can do 444 for two payments okay I love you guys so much. I hope you love this episode of Jill's Journal. Loved keeping it real with you. And I'll see you next week. Bye.